fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final try Wolfpack, what's going on? It's the Wolf of Roto Street, rotostreetgeneral.com. We breed and feed fantasy wolves. Here with the 2020 Fantasy QB tiers and rankings going live here. Going to be using this cool tool. You guys have probably seen this before. The tier mayor to rank these guys and sort them out. Tiers are obviously so crucial, especially for auction drafts, to kind of know where those positions are going to drop off. Make sure you're not at the tail end of a run. You're trying to start the runs, not be at the end of them. So it's really crucial to know where these guys are at. Of course, if you're live with us, Feel free to ask any questions. If you're catching the replay, you can always hit us in the DMs. I know the drafts are here. That's why we're going to be going live a ton over these next few days to get any questions answered. Uh, so, Scotty Brooks, good to see you. Tears from Taylor. Thank you guys for tuning in. Let's dive right into the content here uh, with the, the quarterbacks. And I'm going to start with what I like to call the cheat codes, the gods, the guys that change fantasy weeks. And there's only two of them in fantasy, and you guys probably know the names. We don't really need to spend too much time on these guys. But one of them is, of course, Patty Mahomes here. Uh, you know, I, I the, the question becomes, who do you take between him and Lamar Jackson at the top of your drafts? So I just want to make sure, again, this is fantasy QBs, not like real-life QBs, although both of them are freaks, and that's why they're at the top. Mahomes, that weapons cabinet, so much speed. Andy Reid, pass-happy attack. And then, of course, the best just talent we might have ever seen play this game, uh, depending on how his legacy goes. Probably going to throw 50-plus downs this year. I mean, there's no doubt about his floor his ceiling and similar with Lamar Jackson I mean the guy is in a ridiculous Konami code they call it the rushing upside it's just so invaluable when you think about how many points you get for just 10 rushing yards as compared to 25 or 30 passing yards that racks up so fast when you got a guy like Lamar running for 100 every week at his fantasy rushing upside alone he would have been the rb like i think 12 without any of the passing never mind he threw an absurd amount of touchdowns they're implementing more deep balls so to me i i think i move lamar ahead of mahomes ultimately i'm probably not landing a ton of these guys either way just because i like to wait on quarterback i think this is a good time just to address my overall philosophy for the position is Supply and demand. There's going to be so many quarterbacks available this year that could be your QB one. That is great as these guys are. And as you see, fantasy cheat codes, rounds two and three, the opportunity cost of missing out on a bell cow, missing out on a target hog, uh, specifically the bell cows, especially for me, you know this. It's just too much for me to buy these guys. The drop off at running back is so steep. Now, if that bell cow tier has gone and I have like McCaffrey and say Mahomes is sitting there, that's when I start to consider it. Like, let's lock in two potential MVPs, two probably topping their positions. I love doing that, and especially if you can stack it with Kelsey, too. That's really the only time I've seen myself land uh, Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. If I start at the top and those bell cows ball really kind of withered away, that's the only time I consider them. Otherwise, I'm generally waiting till this range. When we get to this, like, acceptable QB1s, high-end QB2s tier, 
rounds 10 to 14. That's typically when I dip into these tiers. Let me know what you guys think when you guys dip in. Uh, but yeah, that that's what I go with. What's going on, Steve? Great to see you. Feed the wolves. The people are out, and I'm glad. We'll, we'll keep going all offseason. Josh Allen going to crush it this year. We'll see where we land him. Uh, but those are all I have for the cheat code QBs. Now we move into the potential cheat codes. The guys that could be going round two or three next year in fantasy drafts. And there's only a handful of guys. My first one that I'm looking for over here is Dak Prescott. Uh, based on the weapon he's got, the new system he's going to be in. So where is Prescott down here? I should probably have figured out where all these QBs were. before. There you are, Dak. Uh, so let's drag Dak up into these potential cheat codes. Again, CeeDee Lamb added to already a two 1,000-yard receivers and Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. And all three of them have the upside to go for a 1K. And I don't hate that because I really think Dak could throw for 5,000-ish yards. I mean, he was right at, at that mark at 4,900 last year without CeeDee Lamb. I'm clearly far more explosive than Randall Cobb at this stage of their career. Blake Jarwin taking that Jason Witten role also more exciting and explosive. So I love Dak. Mike McCarthy also pass happy. We've seen him do some great things for Aaron Rodgers. Of course, Aaron Rodgers' natural talent is a part of that too. But I think the retaining Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott could just be a beautiful, beautiful combination. So I'm all about Dak at my QB3. Lock him in. And then it comes down to... Who do you you trust between? I like Kyler Murray. I like Deshaun Watson. So let's start dragging these guys in, and then we'll talk about them. But I like Deshaun Watson uh, in this tier. Ooh, went a little too far there. Hold on. Uh, not last draftable, guys. We'll scroll up on him. Deshaun Watson. Uh, Kyler Murray also in this tier. We'll just dump the guys in, and then we can kind of evaluate how we rank them. Um, and then... Russell Wilson, where are you at? Rust, let Russ go, let Russ cook is the narrative all over Twitter. So that's kind of how I order it. And now in terms of fantasy, these are the guys in that tier. How you want to rank them is up to you. This is how I sifted out. You got Dak, you got Russ, you got Kyler Murray, and then you got Deshaun Watson. I am kind of buying this narrative. I get trusting the Seattle Seahawks to ever be smart and just let Russ do his thing. We keep begging for it. The guy keeps hucking 30 touchdowns on minimal fantasy points. I think he averages almost eight points in just the fourth quarter when he's playing catch-up mode. And he's saying, let's keep our pedal to the metal all game. Let's do this every single week. So I love that about Russ, that he wants it going. It matters you know, if we do finally get that offense, then he joins here. And talent alone, he's, he's up there. If this was just a quarterback ranking, if you put him in the Chiefs offense, he'd be doing Mahomes' things. Maybe <laughs> I say even better, probably not, but still you got DK on the outside. You got Tyler Lockett, some great weapons They add Greg Olson. I love everything around Russ, especially his own ability of then. Is it going to finally take off in pass attempts? They weren't like brutally low last year. I think they were in like the, the low 20, like 21 or so in pass attempts. But if you get in the top 15, top 10 for Russ, He's already been QB1 before. We had to scramble. He's got that Konami code upside. But also that that passing volume would just be insane if we could see an uptick for Russ here. And then I like Kyler. Air raid offense year two. Obviously just the natural progression as a quarterback is a huge thing in any system. We saw it 
you know, for Lamar and Mahomes, just having a year under their belt, how much that helped. I think the game slowed down for him and also Kingsbury, who was in his first year of coaching, both huge, but he also had DeAndre Hopkins. So what an offseason of win. Already was due for a natural step forward. The QB7 last year, uh, and, you know, that was when a year just – the offense never seemed to fully hit its groove with a true alpha number one now inserted there amidst some other exciting weapons. I love Kyler Murray to potentially blow up and join this elite team. And last would be Deshaun Watson. No, you lose DeAndre Hopkins. That obviously doesn't help, but they've surrounded him with so much speed. And this guy threw the, the highest adjusted pro, pro, pro football focuses, deep passing uh, completion percentage. The touchdowns, he was like fifth in, in that, yards, second in deep yards. I mean, the guy, by all metrics, is an unbelievable deep ball throw. And if you watch a game, you see it. And now he's got Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb coming in the slot, bring some speed there too. I like these weapons. Obviously, I would like them a whole lot more with DeAndre Hopkins there. But still, Watson can sling that ball. Obviously, has the great rushing upside as well. And he might just have to play a little more hero ball uh, without his true number one and just kind of backyard it. That, that could be dangerous. So, obviously, a ton of upside there for Deshaun Watson. Um, oh, I got to get this back on the screen. My fault, folks. Can't see your tears only your face. Share the screen, Wolf. Uh, thank you, guys. There we go. Uh, it took me only the first two tiers, but now we've got it back up. First time running these through. Uh, good to see you, Tunes. Yes, thank you for uh, catching that. I just caught back up on the comments here. So here's your tiers. Now you can see them. Uh, you got Mahomes. You got Lamar in those fantasy cheat codes, the potential cheat codes. You got, uh, obviously, Dak. Then for me, it's Russell, then Kyler, then Deshaun Watson. But again, Tears are so good because you can decide how you want to rearrange those. If you don't agree with my order, figure it out yourself. But those are the guys that I see have those ceilings to truly explode to like next year. You're taking round two, three, similar to these Mahomes and uh, Lamar Jacksons here. Let's get into the quality QB1 tier now. Uh, good to see you, Beatty. Glad you're, uh, you're here as well. Quality QB1s. That's, you know, we're looking at, Every week dependability, you're not rotating in based on matchups for the most part. And to me, the let's get the guys in there and then then reorganize them. Uh, but the top of the tier for me is definitely Carson Wentz. I love the weapons additions. We'll, we'll dive in in one sec. Right after him, uh, he's getting a lot of hate in in fantasy. I don't quite get it. You know, last year probably to, before he rides off in the sunset, Drew Brees, the man could huck 40 touchdowns with some weapons upgrades through for the I think the third most touchdowns last year even though he missed 6 weeks. It was the fifth most touchdowns. So there is some real upside to Drew Brees based on what we saw. Everybody's hating on him and I don't just I, I just don't buy it. We saw somebody already comment in that Josh Allen could be a fantasy beast. Where's Josh Allen? He comes in at nine for me. There you are. Uh, I have him right in here. Certainly the rushing upside was the QB six on that alone. Now gets Stephon Diggs added. It's just a matter of, is he actually good? Very, very difficult question to answer until he hasn't looked great at many points of his career so far. But fantasy-wise, you're getting a lot of upside. Uh, and now I'm looking for Brady. There you are, Tom. Goes to Tampa Bay. That weapons upgrade, obviously ridiculous. Night and day. I mean, why would he choose Tampa? 
you have to throw Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. So talk about probably the best captain he's had since that 07 year, maybe even rivals them. We saw what he did. Does Brady still have it? Well, all camp reports are throwing it just as hard, if not harder than uh, years past. So yeah, I think Brady potentially still has it a little bit lower on Matt Ryan, although there's not necessarily a great reason to be. Um, he's still in this tier for me. Most have him at the top of this tier. I have him at QB 11. And he was right around there last year, QB 10, second year with Cutter. Actually, it ends up being like their fourth or fifth because he used to play with Cutter before he got the head coaching job. So, I mean, very high floor. Obviously, we've seen an MVP ceiling, and we all love Ridley. We all like Hurst. So, you know, there is good reason to be high on Matt Ryan this year. And the last guy I put in here, the locked in just like pretty much every week you're playing, is Matthew Stafford. He was on pace for 5K and 38 before he got hurt last year, probably playing some of the best ball in the entire NFL. So big, big fan of um, Matty Stafford there. And that's kind of rounds it out. That's 12 quarterbacks so far. So essentially in your league, you probably have 12 teams. Uh, maybe it's 14, maybe it's 10. But these are like the guys that I consider those QB ones. And I, again, like to be at the end of picking the, the quarterbacks because one, I, I, there's going to be, as you see, acceptable quarterback ones, a bunch listed here, but as the guys that I consider, you know, every week, you're probably playing this guy. These are the 12 here that I would have again, cheat codes, potential cheat codes, and then those quality QB ones in rounds eight to 10. But my general philosophy, just to keep reiterating is this is the tier you want to deep, you know, dive deep into. And you'll see, Theirs goes from 13 to cube 20 here. We've got 12 guys and almost doubled enter this tier of acceptable QB ones. And the first guy at the top of that list, Cam Newton, rushing upside alone. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Cam. That That's going to be a, just what's going to happen there. Um, so we're on this one, remaining QB ones, high upside QB twos. It could be. A just wild show. He's on a one-year, which means he's going to want to show everything off. He's going to want to stay on the field uh, no matter what happens. We're going to get a just pure ground and pound, like high school level offense. And for fantasy, that's okay because there could be 700, 800, 10 TD upside. And this guy was the MVP in 2015 with Ted Ginn as his top option. So, yeah, I get the Patriots aren't necessarily stacked at wide receiver, but Edelman's as good as anyone Cam's ever played with, if not the best receiver he's ever played with. And, and then, you know, Nikhil Harry has been catching some fades. There could be some nice weapon upgrade uh, but compared to anything he ever had in Carolina. Just some real upside. Obviously, rushing is the highest upside part of that. Um, and then after him, uh, another guy that has sneaky rushing upside and was one of the most efficient, highest graded pro football focus guy, you know, I think he was second or third in their grades from when he was a starter. He only had, uh, I think it was QB three in fantasy from week seven on when he became the starter. Ryan Tannehill, I, I mean, the guy was a monster and this offense it could have added some upgrades to give him even some more upside. It didn't make any moves, but despite losing Conklin, they add another right, you know, right tackle. I, I'm, I'm a fan of it. The guy, it, it, he's so horrible, Miami. So it's tricky to be like, yes, I love Ryan Tannehill, but that might have been Adam Gase and AJ Brown is really going to ascend to the elite, I think, this year. And you can't imagine every game is as perfect as it was for the Titans where they could stay in that run heavy, just, uh, just I mean, obsessed is a better way to put it, offense. 
So Tannehill's playing from behind, has to chuck a bit more, and he has these great weapons, uh, especially A.J. Brown, who just makes 60-yard touchdowns out of nothing. Then I, I think he could still light it up down the stretch, an easy division um, that could have some sneaky high-scoring games. So, yeah, give me Ryan Tannehill right there at 14. And then my favorite quarterback pick of this year, You've all if you've been following me at all this offseason, we'll get to some of your comments after this tier, but Teddy Bridgewater joins Joe Brady, who was the guy in charge of him at the Saints. You know, they traded for Teddy Bridgewater. Joe Brady, obviously we know him for LSU, but he was with the Saints before that. New Teddy Bridgewater was tasked getting him up to speed. Is it any shocker this guy goes out and gets Teddy Bridgewater the first day of free agency, uh, gets rid of Cam Newton, brings in his guy that is meant for this attack? Just high accuracy, get the ball out quickly, get it to your weapons you know, in stride so they can just do their damage after the catch. And all reports in camp are like, this is the best quarterback we've seen since they've been there. Today. A lot of reporters, the way he's getting it right into their hands, letting them get upfield, the way he leads them. I don't care that Bridgewater's not this gunslinger, you know, ripping it 70 yards down the field, which he's got an underrated deep ball. And this offense is going to take their calculated, timely, deep shots. But still, all he needs to do is dink, dink, dink. He's never going to stop dinking and dunking because they're going to always be playing from behind, always going to be in shootouts with that awful defense and in that explosive division. I just think everything's lining up for a monster Teddy Bridgewater season between the scheme, between the surrounding talent. You also add Robbie Anderson, talk about timely deep shots. If he's going to get your third corner one-on-one, you can't keep the safety open because you got McCaffrey, DJ Moore, these yak beasts, and Curtis Samuel so misused. Everything about Bridgewater lines up for me. I'm all about him. Uh, he's my QB 15. That's like the highest I am on anybody over 11 spots of the ECR. And he goes undrafted in most leagues. I, that's why you can wait on quarterback folks is because I'm telling you, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a monster right from the start. And you know, a guy that a lot of people, I, I saw danger close. You were commenting in here, your personal cheat code this year, Danny Jones, he had, you know, more 30 point games than any QB other than Lamar Jackson last year. And he's got the weapons. Jason Garrett has been kind to quarterbacks, Tony Romo and Dak Prescott, you know, who knows who made who, but it is all his faults as a head coach. Garrett has been great at developing QBs and explosive passing attacks. So I like Danny Jones there. I mean, with all those guys around him, most people will take him above uh, Teddy Bridge. You could consider him over Tannehill. You know, I, I might rearrange this to look more in this sense because I like Tannehill, but the more I talked about him, it's like, eh, he, he's only due to go backwards. Like, he, there's no way he keeps that up, right? If he does, again, he'll be up in this tier by the end of the season. But I, I like all these guys. Again, which one falls? I want two of these guys. You got to obviously have Aaron Rodgers, who obviously real life-wise would be much higher on this list. But fantasy, I just didn't love what this offense became under LaFleur. Very run-heavy, which I, I like that for real life, not for Rodgers. I, I got stats written out on a from a few uh, earlier pod. The guy just... He was under a QB1 performance outside the top 12 in over like 70, it was like 65% of the time he was a QB2. The ceiling, he had a few monster games against the Raiders and things like that, but it got to the point where you couldn't really use him with confidence. And you you know, you probably had him in for his 12 pointer instead of his 35 pointer. And I don't know why that would change. His weapons cabinet still sucks. If something happens, 
God forbid, to Devontae Adams at some point. Who's he even throwing to? It's just not a great situation. I do love the fact he's going to be all fired up this year and that he's got Jordan Love behind him, and it sounds like he's really motivated in camp. All great stuff, but this offense just isn't all that special to me. So, yeah, I'd rather have Danny Jones, Teddy Bridgewater than Aaron Rodgers. He's the guy I'm the lowest on at quarterback compared to the ECR. I think you also in this tier can put Joe Burrow with some great weapons around him, some rushing upside ability. Where is Burrow's picture on here? LSU. There we go. I'm definitely intrigued by Burrow. Some highly respectable guys have come on our pod and said they have him in their top 12. And it makes sense if AJ Green's healthy. If not, then the weapons cabinet definitely takes a hit. Adding T. Higgins was nice. Uh, but I, I like Burrow. It sounds like he's in full command through early camp and, and just not looking like a rookie at all, which is exactly what you want to hear. The last QB I put back in here, too, Big Ben, just two seasons away from leading the league in passing yardage. But his arm just kind of fell off last year. Some camp reports saying it doesn't look like it's all that special right now, his arm strength. So I, I don't know that I'm all in on Big Ben, I like the weapons around him, but it, it could get ugly fast there. So that's my acceptable, last acceptable kind of QB ones, QB twos. Let's see uh, what we got. Burrow, 30 plus TDs. <laughs> Bold prediction, but yeah, I, I definitely, mm, I, I don't know. That, that would be pretty wild. He could run for, you know, four or five. So there, there is the potential there. So that that's definitely about him. Uh, that's not picture of Stafford. He's not. Who the fuck did I put in there? I just dragged up the Lions quarterback. Eh, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Beatty. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll remove that. He's number nine. There is Stafford. Who the hell is that other Lions quarterback? Get this motherfucker out of here. Let's put him in LOL. <laughs> Good point. Uh, thanks. Thanks for catching that one. Why so low on Rodgers? I think we just covered that one. Um, seven seasons top two it is more so the new scheme. This is one of his seasons outside those uh, top two, clearly outside like the top 12. So I just, I'm not a huge fan, Garrett. Not my guy this year. Uh, again, anybody tuned in, if you don't mind commenting, liking, sharing, that always helps out the show. Now to the last draftable guys. You know, if you missed out on this tier, hopefully, again, Teddy Bridgewater was there in the last round, so you can go with him. But, oh, there's one quarterback I missed who I love. Did not put in that tier quite yet, and I think belongs in there. That's Drew Locke. Uh, The weapons upgrades need no explanation. Jerry Judy is unstoppable in camp so far, as you'd expect him to be. If you watched him play at all in college, the guy's ridiculous. And then A.J. Hamler, huge speed threat, also added to the outside. You bring in Pat Shermer. Uh, and you know, they were the Giants last year. We came from eighth in big plays uh, of 30-plus yards. He likes to push the ball down the field, raised under that Andy Reid tree. So you go out, you get all these weapons you can push it to down the field. And is Locke the real deal? We don't know yet. He showed some moxie in some big games last year, especially against Houston. I think with these weapons upgraded, I could see Locke having a real nice season. So these are the guys that I, I do like as acceptable QE ones underneath them, you know, Minshew, 
it, obviously you want to root for the guys. So you have that going for you. Um, if he's your fantasy quarterback, the last draftable guys, these are like your QB twos. You get one of these guys and then a couple of these, that's still acceptable. In my opinion, you got to like Minshew's rushing upside. You know, he had the third most rushing yards per game, I believe it was last year. So that's legit. Um, and then he's got some decent weapons with Chenault now. there, looking really good. You got, Obviously, DJ Chark, who seems to have taken that next step towards the elite. So I like Gardner Minshew. Could have a solid season. Behind him, I think it's acceptable to draft mm, maybe Derek Carr. I mean, we all love Brian Edwards. We all love Henry Ruggs. We love Darren Waller. Josh Jacobs is supposed to catch more balls. So if all these things are true, we got to imagine Derek Carr is going to have a decent season. Above him, I would have Jared Goff. He's only a, a handful, maybe even just one season away from being a top 12 guy. He lost Brandon Cooks. They replaced him with Van Jefferson, who's a different style receiver, but is playing quite well. So could they get back to that 11 personnel, airing it out a bit more that they got away from last year? Maybe. And if so, Goff will definitely go as un- one of the more undervalued guys Certain, not, not really a guy I'm targeting at, at all. Baker Mayfield, the, the you know, everyone's telling last year in my own, the big busts. I don't necessarily want him at all on my fantasy team. He's going into a run a heavier attack. Uh, this Kevin Stefanski thing, it should help him real life wise. A lot of play action, he's, he's very good at. Um, a Odell, a year healthier. A lot of good things for real step forwards. But think about Kirk Cousins last year. Like, had a good, probably his best real life season. And we can add him to this tier too. In, in terms of his touchdown percentage, was as high as it's been, uh, lowest incompletion percentage. We could see Baker take some of those nice on the field, real life strides. But for us fantasy gamers, we want volume. We want huge upside. We want touchdowns. And I don't think that's going to be dependable from Baker, from the Browns in the air game. So I'm kind of out on their passing attack in general. Obviously, love Odell as a player, but don't see him blowing it up in this this season. I don't see you know, Landry will be dependable. Just the touchdowns, the yards, it's going to be inconsistent as it was with the Vikings in that pass game last year. Uh, so I'm not a huge fan of really any of those guys. You can move in Haskins, you know, good weapons. Scott Turner led the league in pace last year. North Turner's father, who he was coaching under last year, you imagine it's a similar translation. McLaurin, they've been lighting it up together. So Haskins could be in there as well. That's really it. I think Jimmy G also belongs just because that Kyle Shanahan offense, you know, dink and dunk, some early season matchups, that division is becoming more and more shootout-like. So I like Jimmy. Just again, these guys are I like, I certainly don't love, and I definitely would not want them to be my own guy at the star. And you can toss Philip Rivers in there, Frank Reich. He's had some good years uh under Reich before. His arm, we're talking about you know, Big Ben having a cooked arm. Rivers looked like a noodle last year. So I'm not in love with Philly Ribs, but you know, he's got the guys around him. They draft Michael Pittman. T.Y. Hilton was obviously great. Paris Campbell showing real well in camp. Jack Doyle and Trey Burton, two reliable tight ends there. And then you got Jonathan Taylor. I just think it's going to be more run heavy because of the way they're built. They want to ground and pound you. Uh, so that's, you know, not a guy I'm going out of my way to target. LOL would be like Ryan Fitzmagic was actually the QB4 once he became a starter. So did some things. Um, you know, Tyrod Taylor, as an early season streamer, if you're waiting on a burrow and you want to make sure 
sure you got a guy or two in your pocket. This guy's got the rushing upside. I don't think he holds the job all year, but you'll get a couple useful games DFS-wise. Um, other than that, you can't really consider any of these. You know, it's Mitch Trubisky. Like, come on. None of these other guys, in my opinion, very playable. So that's kind of where I put these guys in tiers. Uh, I, I mean, I'll keep Tyrod in here just because I do think he's startable um, to, to start the year because of the, that rushing upside. And that's, again, just to quickly run through these tiers one last time. Fantasy cheat codes, early rounds, you know, rounds two and three, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, the only guys you could consider that early. You have Christian McCaffrey. I think it actually makes sense to just get two potential cheat codes and figure the rest out. Um, the potential cheat codes, Dak, I think is the most likely to go up there. Russ, <clears throat> Kyler, Deshaun Watson, quality QB1s, Carson Wentz, Drew Brees, Josh Allen on strictly rushing, Tom Brady with those new weapons, Matt Ryan, good floor, as safe as they come, and Matt Stafford balling out before he got hurt last year. And then these acceptable QB1s, high-end QB2s, Cam Newton, Teddy Bridge, Danny Jones, Ryan Tannehill, Drew Locke, Aaron Rodgers, who I'm definitely lower on than the consensus, Burrow and Big Ben, who I'm also lower on than the consensus, but acceptable QB ones there. Bridgewater being the guy that I just have to get in every draft based on the fact he goes undrafted most of the time. And then the last guys that I think you can own, Minshew, Goff, Carr. I put Jimmy Carr, uh, Baker, Rivers, you know, Kirk Cousins, ugh, whatever, Dwayne Haskins, and Tyrod Taylor. Those are the last acceptable ones. I do think we see two up. Uh, become usable over the season once he takes over that role because he also has some high rushing upside as well. But that, folks, is the QB tiers. We got some people calling for a bounce back uh, Baker year. I don't buy that. You loved him last year, man. So, so what happened? Just a, I, I think run heavy offense, like I talked about. Don't love that degeneracy in me. I, I think it's going to be like Kirk Cousins where. He might take some nice real life strides, but ultimately the fantasy goodness, you know, winds down and is not anything overly special. That's kind of how how I feel about that. Mm, just not a, a high enough volume attack, in my opinion. Um, all right, guys, that's my QB tiers. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope that helped. Uh, sorry for those uh, missing out on the earlier guys. I'll make sure to have the the tier pulled up beforehand uh, when you guys tune back in. Thanks again. Um, you can find all our work at rotostreetjournal.com where we breed and feed fantasy wolves. Me personally, you can get at rotostreetwolf. Um, so hit me up with any questions you have coming into your season. More than happy to help. I know drafts are coming. We'll be live later today at 5 o'clock for some daily draft wizards. All righty, guys. Until next time, the wolf is out. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, oh, oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go, but at least we stole the show. 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 Second effort, third effort, touchdown! Oh. That's pretty awesome. That's old-fashioned football right there, folks.